What are we talking about today, Pete? Kev, today we're going to go back to our roots. We're going to learn about the pilgrims and their struggles getting a foothold in America because of witchcraft. Obviously, the devil's always just messing with them. I thought it was pestilence that really that really caused their problems. No, the devil. Oh, all right. Well, you live and learn. Welcome to Fearless Films. Fearless Films is a podcast where a horror movie buff, that's me, breaks down scary movies for the scaredy cats, that's me, so they don't have to watch the movie. So why are we talking about uh, Pilgrim Roots? Is that like a new health craze or something? Pilgrim Roots. You can find it at Whole Foods. You can find anything at Whole Foods. No, Kev, today we're going to talk about the 2015 movie The Witch, or alternate title, The Witch, A New England Folktale. I thought you were just going to stop at The Witch, an alternate title, The Witch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so 2015, Pete, huh? Yeah. I heard from somebody that it was a much newer movie. Listen, I'm an adult and I have no sense of time anymore. It's meaningless. It's five years, Pete. There's a big difference. I can't. I am not human anymore. (laughs) I am just work and sleep. And I don't get a lot of that either. All right. So this very old classic. Shut up. (laughs) You said it was spoken all in uh, old English or something? Yeah, pretty much. Everybody talks in a manner very close, close as they could get to how people would talk in the 1600s. God, that sounds needlessly difficult. It's fun, though. What? It's just fun to hear people use old-timey expressions. Do you want me to start using old-timey expressions? I would love that. I can't think of any right now. Oh, that could have been fun. Right? Hold on. No, I'm blanking. (laughs) Get thee to a nunnery. (laughs) That's not even... What? I've only got a last poor Yorick. I don't think that's an actual expression so much as uh, just one instance where there was a Yorick who was poor. I don't think it was that he was poor. (laughs) I think it was that he was dead. Hey, you can't take it with you. He was probably pretty poor. Now you're mixing plays. Listen, I knew him well. Who is he talking to in that scene? His skull. Wow. Horatio. All right. Welcome to uh, Fearless Theater. Theater. Fearless Theater, where we talk about Shakespearean plays. It's just Hamlet. We only (laughs) talk about Hamlet. Which is bad, because I've been in Shakespearean plays. I've watched Shakespeare plays. I've watched movie adaptations of Shakespeare plays. But none of them have been Hamlet. So you remember when they showed us O in high school? Oh God, that was super inappropriate. We had to sign a waiver from like we had to get a parents to sign a waiver. What a weird time. I like Romeo and Juliet with uh, uh, Leo. Oh, Romeo plus Juliet. Is that what it is? Is that the official? No, that's not how you're supposed to say it. But that's how it's written. With Baz, Baz, Baz Lerman, Baz Lerman, Baz Lerman should do an adaptation of The Witch. It would be fucking crazy. I mean, anything he does is going to be crazy. Who did The Witch? Uh, Director Robert Eggers, who more recently came out with The Lighthouse, which sounds equally as weird and disturbing and old-timey. I've heard good things about that, though. Me too. I'm excited to watch it. So what was his name again? Robert Eggers. All right. So if I were to borrow one of his fancy attires, would I be wearing an Eggers suit? I knew that was coming. (laughs) You got a one-track mind, and it's one track to Men in Black. That's all it is. Well, we should get started on this, because this isn't an intergalactic kegger, so... Oh, my God. He's dead now. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, Rip. Rip fucking Torn. That's a name. It really is. (laughs) So, anyway, about the witch... Wait, we're not just going to be talking about Shakespeare and Men in Black? That's a whole podcast unto itself. Can we do a adaptation of a Shakespeare play as if Men in Black existed in it? Like, Much Ado About Nothing, but there are aliens? Help, help me, audience. Can somebody <laughs> please come here and save me from this? 
Uh, we don't disclose where we record this. They can't find you in time. Yeah, but shit. I guess I just gotta start running. <laughs> but The Witch stars Anya Taylor-Joy, Ralph Innocent, and Kate Dickey. <laughs> shut up. She's Scottish, I think. So shut up. I was mostly just laughing at my own internal joke that the first name sounds like Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So, uh huh. <laughs> Dicky. Uh, and on a budget of $4 million, uh, The Witch made $40 million. That's pretty good. Yeah. Nothing like, you know, blowing the roof off of the I mean, house, for $4 million, Yeah, you it's, know. It's, it's a nice sum of money. I guess when you're doing old English style stuff, you don't have to pay for lights and shit, so it's a lot cheaper. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, the cinematography specifically just used natural lighting as much as possible. So lots of candle lit scenes. Ooh, sounds dark. Or, yeah, like, or just ooh. filming out in the daytime outside. So I don't know any of these people that are in this movie. Probably not. I don't know this <laughs> director. You're in for a treat. Cool. What yeah. happens in this movie? Okay, well. The Witch takes place in 1630s New England, which is very much like modern-day New England. Everyone's cold and miserable for most of the year, and summer never lasts long enough. I'm beginning to think that the weather's affecting your mood, Pete. I'm fine! <laughs> okay. Let's, I guess we'll just talk about the movie. <laughs> the film follows an English family led by Father William. Who else would they follow? It's New England. Shut up. What is it, a Massasoyan family? Wow, you pulled that one out, huh? <laughs> so, Father William, wife, Catherine. Oh, I, thought they were, I thought we were just getting another wife situation, like in the... Wife? No, people have names in this movie, it's great. That's great. Uh, teenage daughter, Thomason. I'm sorry, what? Thomason, old-timey That's... name. Okay. Ten-year-old son, Caleb. And then uh, the young twins, fraternal twins, Mercy and Jonas. What's fraternal? Uh, non-identical. So fraternal twins are usually a boy and a girl. Oh, okay. Are they two? Are they boy and a girl, or is it two boys? Boy and a girl. Mercy okay. and Jonas. I mean, I can't tell. All right, one of them is named Thompson. That sounds very similar. That sounds very boy name, but it totally isn't. So I'm just flying by the seat of my pants right now okay so the the plot kicks off where the family is basically being kicked out of their uh puritan plymouth colony because of william's religious choices he basically accuses the colony of like you're not true followers of god i'm doing it the right way and they're like all right go do it the right way somewhere else so he's like good i'm gonna leave which, you know, his wife is like, motherfucker, shut up. Why are you going to leave? But he uh, takes this is literally out. the only civilization in this continent. Yeah, pretty much. So he just takes his family and they go out to a secluded forest and build themselves a small farm to live on. That sounds smart. And very shortly afterward, Catherine gives birth to their new son, Samuel. So now they have a baby as well. They got to stop having kids. There's too many already. I can't keep track of them. Well, you know, in those days, it's like you got to have a whole bunch and see who makes it. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like any of them have died yet. That's that's the shocking part. Well, here we go, Kev. <laughs> Funny you should say that. Soon after, like their whole their farms complete and they've been there for a little while. Uh, you see Thomason is watching the baby and she's like outside with him on the grass and she's playing peekaboo. And suddenly, one of the times she opens her eyes, the baby is just gone. Well... Well, that, that one lasted long. Yeah. Now, the audience has shown what happens to the baby, but the family doesn't know. Uh, wait, I know this one. Tremors. No, it wasn't. Graboids, just grab it, pull it in the ground. That's not what happened. Oh. I was so sure. Good guess, though. No, the audience has shown that a cloaked old woman is carrying the baby through the woods to her little hovel that's like hidden deep, deep in the forest. Wait, how long was this game of peekaboo? Was she keeping her eyes closed for like two minutes before peeking out? Nope, like four seconds. All right. Witchcraft. Oh, uh, that's going to be an explanation to a lot of my questions. And I'm already upset. Yeah. So what do witches do with babies, Kev? They like boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. 
You don't know how right you are. Uh, the baby is ground up and oh made no. into an ointment that the witch spreads all over her skin. And then she is seen flying through the night sky under a full moon. I mean, we're really getting a lot of the like tropes out there real quick, huh? Is there yeah. a broomstick? She's sort of seen straddling a broomstick in a kind of weird, uh, maybe sexual way before she takes off. I'm pretty upset about this whole baby dying in the first five minutes. Yeah, uh, the family is too. <laughs> so Catherine, understandably devastated by the loss of her child, spends <clears throat> many days crying and praying. She's got a bunch more. Wow. While preparing to go hunting with his father, Caleb catches himself staring at his uh, sleeping sister's bosom. Uh, Age range? Same age? Are they twins? No? Yeah, so the sister is a little older. She's a teenager. This kid looks like he's about to hit, like, start hitting puberty. I mean, so, there's no there's no non-family girls around. What else is he going to do? That's basically, it's just, it's a little thing they throw in the movie where it's just like, you know, they're very religious and this kid's worried about, like, temptation. And yeah, like you said, there's no other females around. So, like, he stares for a second and then he realizes what he's doing and he shakes it off. And he's just like, ah, oh, don't do that. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's fucked up. He then like sees that uh, Thomason is having a nightmare, so he like shakes her awake, and he's like, it's going to be okay, go back to sleep, you're fine. And then he goes and joins his father, and they're going to go out hunting um, because their crops are failing, so they need more food. This already sounds great. This is already like a really upbeat movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like some sort of rot has affected the corn and everything else they're growing, so they're running really low on food. Now, can we go back to, did they ever, like, tell themselves what happened to the baby? Or they're just like, man, that's weird. They believe, like, a wolf snatched it when Thomason wasn't looking. All right. In four seconds, it's a damn quick wolf. That's just, that's all they got to go on. So Is it a witch wolf? No. It's a witch wolf. Stop it. So while hunting, Caleb asks his father if the baby's unbaptized soul will be allowed into heaven because he's worried about that rightfully. You know, like it's a thing in their religion is like, That's true. can he is he going to be uh, he didn't do anything wrong. He's just not baptized. And his, his father just keeps pushing the conversation away. He's like, I don't want to talk about this. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It's just eternal damnation, kid. Don't worry about it. Well, it's kind of what he doesn't want to have to say to his son, you know. William then reveals, when questioned by Caleb, that he bought the hunting traps they're using by selling... Uh, the baby. No. By selling Catherine's uh, favorite silver cup, which belonged to her father, and he swears his son Caleb not to tell his mother. Like she won't notice that it's missing? Eh, well, you know, hopefully. <laughs> Damn. Damn, wife, that's weird. Maybe the wolf took that too. <laughs> Damn wolf. Back at the farm, you get a very strong sense of the two young twins, Mercy and Jonas. They're like five or so, uh, maybe four. You get a strong sense of how they are for the entire fucking movie. Um, <laughs> they're constantly running around, screaming, being rambunctious, and chasing the farm's uh, goat, who's named Black Philip, because he's colored black. And Philip. And named Philip. All over the place. Like, they let him out of his enclosure and just chase him around the farm. <laughs> Animal <laughs> tormenting. That yeah. sounds great. These two kids are like this the entire movie. They're just yelling and running and knocking shit over. It never stops. Yeah, no, I know. I have a four-year-old. That is accurate. <laughs> I thought you would appreciate that. It hasn't changed in, what, 400 years, okay? <laughs> So um, when Caleb and Samuel return, Catherine comes out uh, to yell at them for disappearing and not saying where they were going. And stealing his, her cup. And then immediately turns on Thomason and yells at her for not watching the twins. Uh, even though Thomason's like, dude, they don't listen to a word I say. What, what do you want me to do? You're their mom. You should trust me more, mom. It's not like I've lost any kids under my care. Oh, wait. Oh... It's that witch, witch wolf. That's not a thing. <laughs> so another running theme in the movie, uh, to blow off steam, the father, William, just chops wood. Like, there's like four scenes in this movie of him just angrily chopping wood. <laughs> it's got to be a euphemism or something, you know? 
an allegory? Just throw more uh, English terms at me. Is it a synonym? It's an onomatopoeia. <laughs> you know how these they those directors love slipping onomatopoeias into their movies. Oh yeah. Uh, later on, Thomason and Caleb are gathering drinking water and also washing clothes in the stream. Kind of weird every that they're doing both. Every time you say the name, I before you finish her name. I'm like, Thomas is a character in this movie. What's this little boy doing? And Thomason. it makes me obsessed. <laughs> I know. Well, no, I listened to just the first part of it, Thomas, and I'm like, good, we're done with the name, because that's a name. <laughs> You're like, Thomas is in what? What's he in? <laughs> yeah, what's Thomas in? <laughs> anyway, her and Caleb are down at the stream washing clothes and stuff, and Mercy comes around and just starts being a brat. Is Mercy the mom? Mercy's the one of the little twins. Okay. And basically, she yells at Thomason and blames her for not watching Samuel. So now she's not mad because her little brother is gone. She's mad because now mom won't let her leave the yard. (laughs) Tells you how much I like these children. So are they the next victims, please? (laughs) No. So Thomason in defense of herself gets mean and she starts taunting and scaring mercy by saying that she's a witch who eats children and she's going to eat her next which scares the shit out of mercy and she runs away do you know who else eats children who wolves oh my god which wolves no the wolves we were talking about why would you ask which wolves there's only been one wolf (laughs) later that night at dinner Catherine accuses Thomason of losing her silver cup. Aha! We got it! Literally says, and this is really mean-spirited, did a wolf vanish that too? Damn! That's what I said! (laughs) Wow! Yeah, and during this whole conversation, the dad just lets this happen, even (laughs) though he knows the truth. Dad's just wide-eyed looking around like, "Mm, I don't know. At one point in the argument, he's just pipes and he's like, she says she doesn't know what happened to it. Leave her alone. And then doesn't say anything else. <laughs> that liar over there didn't say, said she didn't do anything with it. Lying hussy. <laughs> you should stop. Uh, so later that night, while the kids are supposed to be asleep, Thomason overhears her parents discussing the possibility of sending her away to work as a servant for another family to make some money for their family and help them out a bit. I feel bad for Thomason. Yeah, that's a running theme in the movie. How old is Thomason? Probably like 15 or so. Okay. But how are Thomason's bosoms? Oh my god. Should we ask Caleb? Wow. Just, no. No. (laughs) Yeah, they're gonna sell, they're thinking about basically selling Thomason into servitude. And Catherine believes that their family's cursed. So William's like, all right, yes, fine. We'll do this plan then. We'll just give it a couple days and then we'll decide who we're going to sell her to, essentially. I just want to know, like, where would Thomason have gone with the cup? They're in the middle of nowhere. I just, What should you well, do, bury it? Logic, right? <laughs> so early the next morning, Thomason catches Caleb preparing to go alone into the woods to check the animal traps and find food to prevent his sister from having to be sent away. He's a good brother. Yeah, he sounds good. She won't have any of this, and she convinces him to let her join. So they go into the woods. She's riding the family's horse, and he's walking, and he has uh, like a, their musket, which, man, firearms at that time period are basically the most useless piece of junk ever. Ask any historian. That's very accurate. It takes about 10 minutes to load the thing. It's got an effective range of about 10 yards. And uh, yeah, you could hit somebody and they might just be fine. <laughs> so they're, uh, they're going through the woods and they're checking the traps. They actually do find some food, so it's looking hopeful. That lasts for about two seconds in this movie. <laughs> There's hope in this movie? But they eventually run across this rabbit that... Um, Caleb and his father had seen when they went hunting before and they tried to shoot it, but they missed and it ran away and it was like, ah, fuck you humans. (laughs) So for whatever reason, like the rabbit, like sort of jumps at them and then runs away and that spooks the horse. So the horse just starts running off. Caleb doesn't know what to do. He panics, but he starts chasing the rabbit to hope they can get some food out of it. Wait, 
the horse runs off with Thomason on it. Yeah. And Caleb's like, well, bye, sis. I gotta go get this rabbit. Yeah, like he just has this moment of panic and his brain is just like, choose one or choose the other. And he chases the rabbit. Okay. <laughs> Partly because they they have a dog too and the dog goes after the rabbit. So he's like, shit, I'm gonna lose a meal and the dog. I need to go get it. At least she's on a horse. So she's relatively okay. <laughs> But what ends up happening is he he goes chasing this rabbit deep into the woods. Thomason gets knocked off the horse and gets knocked unconscious. Oh, well, you know what? I was I'm glad like something happened to her because if something happened to Caleb and the dog, the, the family would never let Thomason live it down. Uh... You lost the baby. You lost the cup. You lost your damn brother. You lost the dog. Uh, Kevin. What? Uh, so what? In the, so in the next scene, oh no, we see Caleb wandering lost through the woods, and oh. it's getting dark out. He stops and prays to God to try to help him find his way home, and God does nothing. No, he does not. Uh, he instead finds the small hovel deep in the woods. Don't go, don't go in it. Leatherface is there. Out of which emerges a beautiful young woman who starts enchanting him. Doesn't sound like Leatherface. Not Leatherface. Beautiful woman in a red cloak and hood. Busty. <laughs> Busty. Well, we know he's a boobs guy. <laughs> and so does this wolf, too. So this woman draws him in and then, like, puts her arms around him and starts kissing him. Okay. And then her other arm comes up and it's all old and decrepit and it grabs his head and then the scene cuts. Which arm? The third one? Well, you see one arm, and then the other one comes into frame. Oh, okay. You just made it sound like Sheila was like embracing him. And There's like, like eight <laughs> arms. <laughs> Fucking. She's actually she a spider. <laughs> She's Shelob from Lord of the Rings. She's so wait, a... is this a spider or a wolf? Which I'm confused. You know, there is a species of spider called wolf spider. So this is a wolf spider witch. Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna roll with it now. I'm tired of fighting you. <laughs> That's how I usually get my way. I'll ask your wife. <laughs> Meanwhile, William finds Thomason and takes her back home. Catherine, How about the horse? Don't find the horse. Where's the dog? Don't find the dog either. Pete, dude. you can't tell me they lost the dog. They lost the dog. No, Snippers. <laughs> Snippers, that's his name. He probably had an old-timey name like Jedediah nope. or something. It was Snippers. It's probably Malachi. Malachi the dog. Kids called them snippers. But yeah, Catherine immediately starts yelling at Thomason for taking Caleb into the woods. They did. Ah! <laughs> I hope the end of this movie is she goes insane and kills everybody because, like, that's the only fair outcome here. We'll see what happens when we get there. Finally, William grows a spine and admits to his wife that he sold her cup. Where this is kind of coming out of nowhere. Well, we lost your son. Uh,. But she didn't lose the cup, so that's well, good. He's just he does it to stop her from yelling at Thomason. He's like, listen, all of your problems aren't your daughter's fault, they're mine. Also, this is a shitty mom. So he admits to the cup and he also admits to like, I took Caleb hunting into the woods the other day and didn't tell you because I knew you'd be upset about it. Cause you're a shitty person. But you know, it's nice. It's he he took the heat off of his daughter and he like stood up for her for once. So that was nice. Yeah. Good news, though, Kev. Good news. Later that night, Thomason goes outside when she hears a noise, and she discovers Caleb outside the house in the rain, naked and delirious. Well, that's fine. That's how I normally spend my Sunday night. So that's like, okay, nothing weird here. They take him in and you know wrap him up in a blanket. And when they see that he's alive and okay for the most part for now, William goes outside and chops some more wood. Of course. Isn't it raining? Yeah, but he needs to de-stress. That seems dangerous. Can they tell that Caleb's a man now? Oh, God. I don't even want to know what you mean by that. <laughs> the next day, Mercy and Jonas accuse Thomason of putting the devil in Caleb. What is it? These are four-year-olds? Yeah. They're little shits, aren't they? Oh, yeah. They say that Black Philip told them that that's what she did. Well, Black Phillip's a dick then, isn't he? <laughs> At that moment, Thomason, who's milking the other goat they own, who's just a regular goat who apparently doesn't have a name, fuck that goat. 
That's just milk goat. Yeah. She's milking that goat, and it begins expelling blood instead of milk. No, it's not not what's supposed to happen. Which is not looking good for her I'm not a witch (laughs) case, you know? (laughs) Also, you know, at some point, she's going to be like, come on! (laughs) I'm just trying to do one thing over here. Right? So shortly after, Caleb awakens from his delirium. And they're trying to get him to talk, and he's kind of convulsing a bit. And then he vomits up a bloody apple. Like a whole one? Like a whole apple. That's not how you eat those. Yeah, he's bad at eating, I guess. (laughs) Uh, He then starts screaming about being tormented by some unseen figure. Um, No, your sister's right over there. We can see her. Damn. The twins, uh, getting all caught up in the panic of the moment, accuse Thomason of causing this. Of course they do. And Mercy references specifically when they were down by the stream and Thomason was like, I'm a witch and I'm going to eat you. And then Thomason's like, I was just being a dick to my sister. What the fuck? This is what everybody, you just be dicks to your siblings. That's what you do. (laughs) William yells at them to be quiet and says, you know, we're all going to pray for Caleb now. You know, God will save him. And he doesn't. And when they start praying, the, the twins are like, we can't remember our prayers. Something's making us forget. It's the devil. Ah. Or it's because you're shitty four-year-olds. <laughs> uh, they blame Thomason, and they begin, they begin screaming and crying and just, like, kicking and punching at the floor. Uh, suddenly, Caleb cries out to God and basically, like, joyfully and passionately declares his love for God and, and how he wants to be in his Lord's embrace. And then he just dies. Okay. I mean, I was actually thinking he's going to like throw himself in the fire or stab himself and it's going to be much gruesome, gruesomer, but like just fucking dying. All right. We'll go with that. I mean, the kid really loved God. Just wanted to show up. He's like, hey, hey, bro, I'm coming. (laughs) Hey, it's your boy, Jesus. Oh, God. All right, well, that was stressful, wasn't it? We're uh, we're going to take a quick break now and make some announcements, and hopefully the rest of the family doesn't have to join God as well. I mean, I I see the trend of this movie. They're going to join God. You think? So uh, what, what, why, why, <laughs> why do we do this, Pete? Sorry, folks. Kev's a little shaken up by the witch. Uh, why don't we talk about what we've got coming up for the month of February? I just don't like wolf spiders. Nobody does. They're scary. Is there something special happening in February, Pete? Well, there's a very nice holiday that comes up every February called Valentine's Day. I mean, some people view it as very nice. Some people hate it. Yeah, that makes sense. And this podcast for both of those people. <laughs> But yeah, so we got a special event planned for the Valentine's Day celebration. Uh, But first, the first week of February, I am going to give a Valentine's gift to my wife. And we are going to talk about her, one of her favorite horror movies ever, Ghost Ship. I don't, like the fact that I've never heard of this movie doesn't lend me to believe that like we're going to dive into high quality cinema, Pete. Kev, it's an early 2000s horror movie. Oh, no, that's not that wasn't a good decade. It is the cream of the crop. And my wife loves bad horror movies. All right. I mean, at least it isn't murderous sheep eating brains. We have that one as well. We could do that. (laughs) That's actually a movie, Kev. Yeah, I know. And I'm sad (laughs) for humanity. But after we get that out of the way. um, (laughs) But. Oh, my God. For the week of Valentine's Day, we're going to do one of the classic holiday-themed horror movies, My Bloody Valentine. It sounds super love and rom-com-y, so that's great. It's an 80s Canadian-produced horror movie about a mining town plagued with a serial killer. Nice, back to the serial killers. Oh yeah, this one's right up your alley, Kev. And you know what we're going to do the week after that as a bonus for our fans? What are we doing? We're going to do the early 2000 or mid 2000s remake of My Bloody Valentine Can't in wait. 3D. Ooh, yeah. I remember that trend. That made every movie so much better. Didn't it just? Didn't it just? 
All right, so we got Ghost Ship, My Bloody Valentine, and My Bloody Ta- Valentine Returns. Yes, that's what's on the agenda for the month of February so far. Cool. Well, if you uh, have any suggestions on how you want us to finish out the month or any further um, horror movies for re- relating to uh, any sort of special um, favorites of yours, you can always get in contact with us. We are... And on Facebook at Fearless Films, uh, you can just find us by searching for that, and you can post and message us and find anything you want to know about that. That's also where we post on that page when we're doing a new thing or we have a new podcast up and out. Um, you can also tweet at us. We're at Fearless Film Pod, Fearless Film Pod, and we are pretty active on Twitter, and we'll always be happy to take your questions and I don't know call you names if you like that sort of thing we could do that too whatever it's fine and if you want to write a complaining email about how we keep calling you names you can email us at fearlessfilmpodcast at gmail.com or you could just listen to our podcast like some sort of lazy person who doesn't want to talk to us that's fine you can just listen to them by downloading them and where can you download our podcast Pete? we are found wherever you find podcasts apple Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you find podcasts is where you'll find Fearless Films. I find mine in the entrails of goats. All right, we need to talk, Kev. (laughs) They're just very squelchy podcasts. It's not great. I think you're getting very disturbed by these horror movies. I need a a good, I need a reprieve. I need a a nice, like, can we talk about, like, a Disney movie or something? Um, no. No. Like Pinocchio? That's not scary at all. Oh, wait. Dude, Pinocchio's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> all right, I think that's it for us. That's all for announcements for now, folks. So why don't we jump back into The Witch? I can't wait to see how we fuck up Thomason's life some more. Huzzah! All right, it's me and your boy Jesus. What's happening with the JC crew? No, I think Jesus is not a part of the cast of this movie, Kev. What they could they couldn't get Jim Caviezel in? Wow, deep cuts. <laughs> so uh, we're back, and Caleb has just died, and like you do, yeah, yeah, everybody does. Oh, whatever, shut up. <laughs> um, and William has reached his breaking point. He now believes that, not in a malicious way, but he believes Thomason may have made some naive bargain with the devil. <laughs> He's like, listen, honey. We all make bargains with the devil. I get it. It's okay. But you should really cut that shit because it's ruining our lives. (laughs) And of course, she denies it over and over, but he still blames her for their current troubles. Damon, I thought he was going to be like the voice of reason and mom was going to be batshit, but it seems like both of them are just going to go against Thomas. He was good for a little while, but yeah, he, he just snapped. She retaliates by pointing out his hypocrisy how he was the one that sold that cup and took Caleb hunting and let her take the blame for most of the time. Yeah, fuck that, dude. Also, the kids suck. Damn twins. She throws in his face that he can't produce crops, he can't hunt, and that is why the family suffers. Damn, attacking a man's livelihood. Yeah. She also reveals how the twins constantly speak to Black Phillip and claim he is the devil, while she has been good and true, despite her parents' accusations. Yeah, fuck everybody. He gets fed up with all this, and so his... This is some old-school discipline right here. He grabs Thomason, he grabs the twins, he throws them in the goat house, and he boards it up. Nice! And he tells them he will open it up tomorrow morning, and they will all return to the plantation and ask for being able to be part of the community again. Listen, some of y'all infested with Satan. I can't figure out who, but I'm just going to lock y'all in a hovel and we'll figure it out tomorrow. Don't get any ideas, Kev. (laughs) Sounds like a great parenting thing. Do Um, they only have three kids at this point? Yes. That's how many I have. How big is this goat shed? It's like, oh, it's like the size of your garage, maybe a little smaller. Okay, all right, all right. And what does he use to boat up the, like, is it just boards and nails? Boards and nails, baby. Hey, cool. All right, I'll call the authorities, folks. Don't worry. I'm not going to let Kevin do anything. (laughs) So while they're locked up that night, Thomason asks the twins if Black Phillip really does speak to them, but they don't, they say nothing. 
Um, Black Phillips is literally just chilling out right next to them while this conversation's happening. Just like, Black hey, what's up? Like, Black Phillips is like, yeah, I do. What? <laughs> they actually care about my life, Thomason. You've never asked. <laughs> Meanwhile, William is outside and distraught and crying. Chopping wood. No. No, uh, I was, I was going to get in before you could, but no. No, he's crying to God and telling him his sins, that he's been prideful, and he made his family leave the safety of their old village out of stubbornness rather than s- sincere religious devotion. Yeah, you fucked up with that one, bro. Yeah, he basically just got in an argument with the elders and was just like, well, fuck you, I'm leaving, instead of admitting he was wrong. He begs God to save his children and spare them from his mistakes. That sounds nice, at least. Yeah, it's tipping in his direction again. Thomason hears all of this because she's still awake and she hears him because he's outside. Meanwhile, oh, now he's just doing it for show. He's like right next to them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I've been such a bad dad. Meanwhile, Catherine inside awakes. Sucks. Yes, but she awakes to find Caleb sitting by the fireplace and cradling Samuel in his arms. Okay, well now we're getting real weird. Just wait. Caleb offers Samuel to her so that she can breastfeed, but she's actually being enchanted right now. So what she sees is she's breastfeeding her baby son. Uh Uh-oh. It then does a little transition, and what the audience sees is that she's just sitting in her chair laughing hysterically while a crow pecks at her teat. Um, that's not how you breastfeed. No, it is not, and it's bloody, and it looks painful, and it's crazy. I don't like this movie. Yeah. Back to the outside, Thomason and the twins are awakened to find an old woman in there with them, drinking milk right out of one of the goats. Uh, You gotta stop being gross, witch lady. (laughs) This old woman then turns and faces them and starts cackling madly, which causes the children to all start screaming and freaking out. Yeah, I would. I would too. It then fades to black, and that then milk's probably not pasteurized. That's your concern, dude. You know, milkborne illnesses. That's bad. I think they have bigger things to worry about, Kev. Like goat goat fleas. Shut up! <laughs> wow. We then cut to the next morning. Oh, all right, all right, everything's fine. William awakens in bed, seemingly not realizing any of the crazy shit that happened around him when he wasn't I was, looking. I was going to say, like, didn't he come back inside and be like, hey, wife, that's not how you do things. Get well, that bird out of here. He wakes up and she's just in bed next to him. So he doesn't. He's like, oh, she's asleep. That's weird. And he gets up and you can see that she still has like blood on her nightgown over her chest where the crow was pecking at her. Nice. He goes outside and he finds the goat house is fucking destroyed, like torn open, like the roof is caved in a little bit. The goats are dead. The twins. No, are- not Black Phillip! <laughs> the twins are missing. No, Black Phillip! You really gotta calm down. <laughs> he was my favorite character. It's, that's fine. <laughs> the twins are missing, and Thomason is just lying on the ground, passed out with blood all over her. Of course she does. That's that's just how it goes. Yep. Man, poor Thomason. So that's she wakes up and she sees her father and he's looking stupefied and she's like, what the fuck? And before anyone could say anything, Black Phillip fucking comes out of nowhere and gores William in the stomach with his horns. Black Phillip's back! Yeah. But not in a good way. <laughs> so... William's bleeding from the stomach now, massive wound. He thinks to fight back, but he basically just relents and allows Black Philip to charge into him again, and it knocks him into the wood pile, which is huge at this point because he's been chopping wood relentlessly. Yeah, he does nothing but chop, yeah. And it collapses on him and kills him. Of course it does. Why does he do, Why does he let the goat kill him? Because he's just given up. He's I would, just, you know what, fair. Yeah, he's just like, well, this is my punishment. I deserve this. Goodbye. <laughs> Catherine I mean, then comes. It's their fault. They should have named their goat Black Philip. Like, this is, yeah, it's asking for trouble. That just seems ominous. So, Catherine then comes outside and she's completely mad at this point. And then she checks on William. He's dead, turns on Thomason, starts attacking her. Uh, she accuses Thomason of being a witch and dealing with the devil. And she calls her a slut. 
and she says she got all of her siblings killed. Thomason's the only Thomason's in there like, I'm the only sane motherfucker in this place. Exactly. She knocks Thomason in the ground and she starts beating her and like attacking her. So Thomason in the struggle reaches over and she grabs there's like a like a crop cleaver lying on the ground nearby. Oh, oh God. Yeah, it's just like a hand, like a single handheld just blade. Yep. And she just fucking starts going at her mom in self-defense and kills her mom. Yep. Well, I mean, bitch deserved it. But... <laughs> so she, you know, cries and holds her mom for a little while and then uh, gets the up. The twins are nowhere to be found. Or are they're, they dead? They're just missing. Okay. They're gone. Yeah. So she gets up. She's now utterly alone. Goes into the house and basically just like passes out and like falls she's asleep. Not, she's not alone. She's got Black Phillip. Okay, calm. That's weird. <laughs> she awakens that night and takes a candle, lights it, goes outside, and Black Phillip is out there waiting for her. What's up, baby? Who then leads her into the stable? She follows him in, and they're just alone in the stable. And she sits down and she urges Black Phillip to speak to her in that great old English. She says. I conjure thee to speak to me. I love it. I don't think that's how you use conjure. We should talk like that all the time. No. So she says that, and you're just like, oh, this poor girl, she's lost it. She's going crazy. And then the motherfucker answers her. (laughs) It was Black Phillip the whole time. Yep. Off screen in this like dark, deep whisper is a man's voice that just asks her what she wants. And she, she says, what can you give me? And he asks if she would, he, he offers her like a bunch of different stuff. And he asks her specifically, would you like to live deliciously? <laughs> Which is just like the sexiest term ever. <laughs> that just seems like weird. That seems weird. So she says, yes. All right. He conjures a book out of thin air before her and then transforms into a tall black clad man. And he tells her to derobe and sign his book, which she does. No, I can't. I'm, yep. I think I saw this in Sabrina. <laughs> She's then seen walking naked into the woods with the black goat following behind her. This is a 15-year-old girl. We can't show a naked 15-year-old girl walking through the woods. It's wide, faraway shots from behind. You, the most you see is some butt. Who is this girl that you're talking about her wide behind? That's rude, no, that's Pete. Not, that's not... Uh, I hate you. Oh, Thomason with her wide butt. Poor girl's going to have body image issues now. She's 15. I hate everything. I hate my life. Probably going to go hang out with wolf spiders now. Actually, no. She enters the woods and comes across a circle of other nude women around a campfire, chanting and passionately dancing in the night. Where did all these women come from? They're in the middle of nowhere. It's New England. Wait, Wait, that's there are not a large number of nude women wandering around New England, Pete. Not in the winter. Yeah, it's way too cold. (laughs) So she joins their circle and they all begin floating up into the air as well as Thomason, which overtakes her with joy. And she smiles and laughs as the movie ends. Yeah. So is her real name Sabrina? No, it's not Sabrina. She's a teenage witch. What else would she be called? I hate that that's your takeaway. <laughs> so yeah, that's the witch. But what happened to the kids? They're, uh, they're probably they're probably the ointment that's on these witches allowing them to fly. I don't know. I think you need babies for that. You think they were too old? Yeah. Okay. Also too shitty. Okay, Yoda. Are they too old to begin the training? Oh yeah, you're you're seven. Nope. Get out. Hey, he was right. No, he wasn't right. We're not talking about Star Wars. <laughs> wasn't right. Yeah, Darth Vader's just a mistake. I don't know where he came from. All right, well, that's the witch. That's the is... <laughs> so was Black Phillip behind it the whole time, or was this random witch spider wolf the whole time? Both, really. Black Phillip was the devil the whole time, apparently. I was kind of hoping there'd be like a weird temporal twist and the old lady witch thing was Thomason. You know, sending herself back into the witchnessness. Who is she? (laughs) Kyle Reese from the Terminator? You gotta go back and you have to make sure that this is done. Skynet will destroy you unless you become a witch. (laughs) 
this see this is what we need we need a terminator men in black why adaptation why crossing <laughs> everything over <laughs> crossover is the most fun <laughs> all right so what do you think about the actual movie pete uh i loved it uh, it was a very well made movie um this you just loved apparently family murders I mean, Kev, I, I watch horror, so I see that a lot. Family murders? We we talked about Texas Chainsaw. That was a family that murders. That's not the same. <laughs> but yeah, it's a beautiful looking movie. The cinematography is very good. Like I said before, lots of natural lighting, all natural lighting. So nighttime scenes are completely lit by either moonlight or candlelight. Uh, and all the daytime scenes are just whatever natural sunlight they had on hand. The score was very nice. It was interesting. It was almost entirely string instruments and a ghostly choir. That sounds stressful. It's super stressful. <laughs> so it did its job well. The acting is all very good. I, I applaud all these actors for having to speak in this old English all the time and make sense of it. I mean, it's not too... I, I am exaggerating a bit. It's not too hard to follow, like... They're very understandable by our modern dialect, but uh, it's still an impressive feat nonetheless. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just an entire movie of being like, this poor girl is just getting shit on and shit on and shit. Good for her to become a witch at the end, you know? Right? You're not like, fuck that. The family sucks. Her family just did nothing for her. Except for Caleb. Caleb was a very good brother, and I'm sad that he had to die and sacrifice. But, you know times were shitty back then apparently yeah they should have eaten the goat you'd think you know like they had two goats <laughs> they could have eaten one of them and he's a male goat so they one, only need him for breeding one gives milk all the time and the other one apparently just speaks to small children like <laughs> what the fuck was this goat even doing yeah right why don't we just fucking eat black philip solve Man, all our problems i really turned on black philip real quick yeah it used to be all about him well, I didn't know he was Satan at the time. Shame, shame. I thought he was your boy Jesus. <laughs> yes, because in the Bible, Jesus often appears to people in the form of a horned beast. That's, yeah, what, that's what God and his son are known for. He's doing the old rope-a-dope. What? <laughs> he never expected. Surprise, Jesus. Oh, my God. You thought I was Satan, but your soul got saved. Maybe I need to go to the church you go to. It's really hardcore. It's great. Apparently. Well, that's all I have to say about the critical aspects of the film. Kev, uh, what did you think of the film? What's what's your recap of The Witch? Um, I think it is a great little template in um, how not to fucking survive in ancient New England times in the 1600s. Um, but it is a great way to show you how to chop wood. And it's really the story is telling you the whole time that society will crumble if you can't find any Native Americans to infect and kill. That was their problem is that they yeah. weren't warring on the Native population. <laughs> they didn't cause pestilence in an indigenous species. So they didn't make it. That's a weird. <laughs> it's weird how that works. Maybe if it'd be better if they lived next to a waterfall. Oh my god. The no. witches the witches can they have other senses than hearing, Kev. We don't know that. I know nothing about this witch. Listen. Trailer dropped for a quiet place too. We're gonna watch it, and I guarantee you there won't be no fucking waterfalls in that movie. Because they're idiots. <laughs> no, by the way, I would not watch this movie. You don't even let me ask anymore. <laughs> Come on. All right, let's do it again so you can ask. Kev, would you watch no. the witch? No. You wouldn't you wouldn't watch which? Which witch? No, would you watch which? Which wolves? Spider wolves. Spider wolves. Spider wolves. This 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 is just this is what bad. This whole this whole pod. Sorry folks. I have to apologize for us. This is the thing you apologize for? No, I was apologizing for the Jordan Peele movie, Us. How dare you? That was a great movie. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd watch this movie because uh, for some odd reason, baby killing is not my thing. 
you already mentioned me. You have three children, so I don't see what your problem is here, Kev. What's is there some I sort of identify a lot with the the four year olds being shits, but that's about it. <laughs> uh, who do you think should see the movie, Pete? Um, it's a tough call. Uh, if you're new to horror, I'm not sure this is the best one of the first things you should watch because it's kind of slow paced at first. What if you're nude to horror? Well, in that case, you'd love this movie. There's lots of nude people running around. Yeah, but then they're just apparently 15-year-olds with really big butts. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah, like it's not gory, but at the same time, like it's disturbing because you know exactly what's happening. I'd say it's fucking disturbing. That scene, <laughs> that image of the mall with the crow and like, what the hell? Yeah, if if you are already a horror fan and you want something heady and and like will creep you out and um disturb you then this is a good choice if you're new to horror once again yeah probably don't start with the witch but work your way up to the witch i do recommend kev is there a special demographic that you think would be fitting to watch the witch actually yes i do if you um really liked romeo and juliet romeo plus juliet by baz lerman and um but you also liked Sabrina the Teenage Witch, not the new one, the Melissa Joan Hart one. This is a great origin story for her. It pretty much it seamlessly cuts directly into the first episode of so uh, really seamlessly, huh? Seamlessly. I mean, I think you have to watch Romeo plus Juliet in between to kind of like fill in like the backfill, but that's not necessary. Like if you want to get the whole story, you can, but you don't have to is what I'm saying. So that's 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 my take on it. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, if you're a huge goat enthusiast, that's obviously, like, duh. I didn't even feel like I needed to say that, but, like... Yeah, it goes without saying. I was wondering if you were going to say, like, if maybe somebody's looking for a workout regimen, trying to get back into shape, it, it, would woodcutting be a thing you recommend? Woodcutting was, was the whole recap of the movie. Anybody can get that from there. I'm talking about the people who are really going to get the most from this movie. And that's Sabrina Baz Luhrmann enthusiasts. Okay, whatever you say, buddy. Well, unless you got any other questions, I think that's it for the witch. But, like, how was her bosom? Oh, my God. I am not going to talk about that. <laughs> that's not right. The movie seems to like talking about it, so... It was one scene! And the boy expressed regret. Like a... I bet the boy regretted a lot by the end there, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Sad, sad Caleb. I think my biggest, the biggest loss was the dog. Yeah. It's always the... sad, when the, sad when the dog dies. Yeah, it is. Poor guy. Well, I guess that is it for this week then, folks. I hope you all had a great time. Very uplifting, cheery, happy movie. Right, Kev? I, I, for one, am ready to face the day with a new lease on life. And also kill any goats I happen to see, because fuck those goats. Yeah, I don't trust goats now, man. Don't get cornered by a goat. He will gore you. Or spider wolves. Spider wolf witches. You want to go play Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. And remember, folks, don't get too scared.